You're listening to a special edition of Watch Dogs Radio. On Wednesday, November the 20th, our executive director, Eric Snow, was a guest on the Sean Rumble Show on AM 1450 KBMW in Wapaton, North Dakota. Wapaton is just south of Fargo on the Minnesota state line. So now let's join our good friend and executive director, Eric Snow, with Sean Rumble. And your day with the Rumble. Here goes. I sped. I followed too closely. I ran a stop sign. I almost hit a Chevy. I sped some more. I failed to yield at a crosswalk. I changed lanes in the intersection. I changed lanes without signaling while running a red light and speeding. Sean Rumble. Afternoons on AM 1450 KBMW. The voice of the valley. Hey, Dad. Have you ever wanted to know what my day is really like at school? Now you can find out. You can be a watchdog for day at my school. Dog stands for Dad's a great student. Watchdogs are great. They greet me and my friends at the door in the morning and spend time with us in our classrooms. At lunch, at recess, and at the end of the day, they make sure we go safe. I know my education is important to you, and I would be so proud if you could come. Madison's dad has already volunteered, and he is coming back again soon. I love you, Dad. Go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. And we are live on the phone with one of the founders of the Watchdogs program with Eric Snow. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing great, Sean. How are you? I'm doing great. We finally met up to where we can get this interview, and and uh, things are going great for you guys. Well, they are, and of course, we do get to finally speak to each other, but as in most cases, we, we first made contact on uh, Facebook, so we actually knew quite a bit about one another before we got to talk, uh, <laughs> at least uh, all the stuff we put up there. So, yeah, it's going great with the program. We're just so fortunate that schools are wanting to bring it on and make it their own in order to get those fathers and father figures in the classroom. Well, it, it all started back when I had gotten a letter. My daughter goes up to, to Washington Elementary School in North Fargo, and they had this program. She thought it would be great that Dad gets to come to the school and have a pizza party with her and her friends. And then we sat through the program, and it happened right around the time. Now, all the paperwork and literature went out before the, you know, the, the sad events at Sandy Hook. And right. so we got involved in it. And tell us a little bit about Watchdogs, how it all started, and um, the beginnings of it. Sure. Well, actually, uh, it was 15 years ago, uh, almost exactly this fall, that we rolled it out for the first full school year, and that was in a single school in uh, Springdale, Arkansas, called George Elementary. And, in fact, when we created the program, it was just for our school. We named it Watchdogs, D-O-G-S, Dads of George Students. Oh, wow. uh, Yeah, what really motivated us to do that was earlier in that year in 98, in March of 98, there was a school shooting on the other side of the state over in Jonesboro, and it really just got us to thinking about our schools and our role in school as men, and and we knew then what we know now very well is that even in in spite of everything that's happened, you mentioned Sandy Hook and there's been other school shootings, school statistically is the safest place for our kids to be. We know our educators do a great job keeping them safe, but when that safety is violated, uh, when a place that you consider to be really sacred to you, like a school, right. has an act so heinous, you know, as kids losing their lives, we want to have a positive response. And so, you know, a dad by the name of Jim Moore, good friend of mine, had this idea of getting dads in, and we just kind of kept stumbling forward. We had a lot of help from uh, the principal and the educators and the superintendent, and we created Watchdogs. And I tell you what, once we were successful with it, uh, you want to talk about the definition of grassroots, other schools in the area, just started calling our office, our principal's office, and saying, okay, what's a watchdog and how do we get one? So, um, and here we are 15 years later, uh, over 3,200 schools in 46 states. We have another, and I'm not kidding about this number, 
750 schools that we're launching brand new this school year already in the process of doing that. So uh, we're knocking on that number of 4,000 schools. We know we'll be there by the end of this school year. And it's just it's just overwhelming. It really is. It, it, uh, in, a, in a positive way, I mean that. Well, after we got done with the, with the meeting up there, it was it was a no brainer. You know, you, the only cost was the cost of the T-shirts, and you take a vacation day. Either you know they had it implemented where it was um, either a half day or a full day, and what a great way to to spend a, a day off than to at school with your kids helping them out. So then after that, I got a hold of you guys to see if I could get a PSA to play on our station. So we've been playing that, and now Wapaton School District implemented it. Uh, my daughter's school was the first one in North Dakota to, to try the program, and it's just amazing to see that the, the PTA, how far they've gotten behind this and how it's come right here in our own back door. That's right. And, Sean, I want to thank you uh, especially for, for making that effort, especially to ask for the PSA and, and to play that on your station. Uh, that's so helpful to us to help get the word out. We're a 501c3 nonprofit. We don't have an advertising budget. Uh, we have brochures that we pass out, and we have a great website, fathers.com. But for you to take that on and, and to promote that, we really appreciate that. And volunteering as a dad, because, you know, a lot of guys know you, and for them to, to know that you would do that and you go back and share your experience, that's really how this thing continues to grow. We do require every school that brings this program on to take a training session. Right. And it's, uh, it's, it's brief. We just want them to know the do's and the don'ts and, and, you know, the ins and outs before they even make the decision to bring it on. But we're a 501c3, but there's a small cost for the school to bring uh, the program on. There's a startup kit that we provide them. It's plug and play. It's $350. But what that ensures is the consistency of the program. And it's really the only way we can launch, you know, three, four, five hundred, seven hundred schools in a school year and maintain that consistency. And it's very school-friendly. We didn't make it up. We're part of the National Center for Fathering, which is a research-based organization. We merged watchdogs with NCF back in 2006, and the program really took off at that point. But we work with a lot of educators so that when the school brings this program on, they say, wow, this is really school-friendly. So it's just all about getting the dads in. We show them how to get them in the hallways, in the classroom, in the lunchroom, on the playground, in the library and just being those positive adult male role models and those extra eyes and ears to enhance the school's security and, in many cases, reduce bullying we hear from the educators. Right, because who's more comfortable than to go, hey, Mr. Rumble, um, so-and-so is doing this, and then you bring it to the proper people after you have your training. You know who, who our contact is as a father or father figure to help kind of prevent that. Exactly, and you know we we've studied that we do a lot of work with the Department of uh, Education at state levels and at the federal level, also the Department of Justice and Health and Human Services. And and you mentioned the PTA. I'm so glad you did. I'm actually on the board of directors for National PTA. They they partnered up with us and invited us to partner up with them in 2008. And we've studied a lot of schools anti-bullying programs, and almost every single one, I will say, every single one that we have studied has an element of modeling in it. And so, you know, whenever they roll a program out in a school, an anti-bullying program, they will say, you know, parents and teachers, if we're going to teach this behavior, we have to model this behavior. So let's think about the way we speak with each other. Let's think about the things we say at home. What a better way than to have, you know, a big, strong guy. And I've seen you, man. You're a big, strong guy. <laughs> but to have all of us to come in the school, whether it's me one day and you the next, and we've got our watchdog shirt on, and those kids watch us be polite. They watch us be respectful. They know that we're volunteering our time, and they know that we're busy, but we've made that time to come in, and they know that we're being respectful to the teachers, and we're placing a value on education. That is the modeling that many times these kids don't get to see at home. Right. And if they do see it at home, 
we're just reinforcing that. But yes, that's the proper way to be. So it's just a win, win, win all the way down the line. Yeah, and when we when we went up to the meeting up there, um, my co-parent, her her uh, boyfriend, um, got him involved in it too because he's when I'm not around, he's around. He's such a great role model for it too. And then also, you know, her her grandfather Jay got them involved as well. So I mean, it's not just the dads. And typically in schools nowadays, it's mostly the moms doing most of the driving them to there and all that to see the dads there. It's great. Yeah, and Sean, that's the thing too. A lot, you know, I, we do a lot of conferences. The way that we roll this program out and really promote it is we attend educational conferences. Uh, we do a lot of state level DTA conferences, a lot of state level school counselor conferences, elementary school principal conferences, a smattering of Title I, SRO, uh, and Head Start. But most of the audience I speak with, and I, I did, uh, I think, 48 conferences myself this calendar year that I, that I, had, that I spoke at. Almost all of my audience is women, women volunteers through PTA or women educators, right? You right. can imagine. that's the So they're the ones, generally, they're taking this program back to their school. And, you know, because they've been in school and they've seen what happens when they've got an adult male there and what that does to the educational environment. And they're the ones eager to, to take it back and make it work. So, um, you know, there's a role for moms in this as well. It's, but they're usually the ones encouraging us to, you know, come on board and help out. We're glad to do it. We don't have to twist these guys' arms. You know, I mean, you, you tell the typical story. It's like, man, I got the opportunity. Of course I'm going. Uh, now, I've got to tell you this. I hope you want me sharing this story. You, you can tell that. Your daughter, I thought, had a great idea for a watchdog outfit. Uh, what was it she wanted you to do on the day you served as a watchdog? Oh, she wanted to wear my uh, Shriner Fez. <laughs> <laughs> That's priceless. I love it. I'm thinking about that. You know, I, I, we don't. You know, the Shriners own that, so we really can't take it. But it wouldn't it be great to have a big watchdog logo with a Shriner fez that you could wear in that day. I, that oh, might replace the uniform T-shirt. It'd be fun. Yeah. And, you know, I was talking <laughs> with uh, some of the educators down here in the in the Wapton School District, and they got it. I want to say three days a week, and it's really taken off. The kids are really taken to it, and you know. People always did bullying, bullying, bullying. You know, how do you start? This is how you start. This is how you, you get the, the first line in there. You know, it's not a teacher. It's not a, uh, a law enforcement official. It's a parent that's your friend. You're getting high fives. You know, pictures taken. You got the watchdog wall and, and all that great stuff. Well, and that's it exactly. You know, a lot of times our kids, uh, they've got more uh, available to them now than, than we had as far as media that we ever thought about having. I, it, you know, when I was, you know, eight, nine, ten years old, you know, it, so they have all these things that are presented to them as role models. And, and our, our position is this, the role models for our kids should be us. They should be men like you and me and other guys out there willing to come in and, and to make a difference and to be a part of it. And, and, you know, the moms out there that are working so hard, uh, you know, to be the positive female role models. And it's just, you know, the families, it really is, the, the, the parents and the, you know, along with the educators that have got to, you know, message to these kids, uh, here's the proper way to behave, you know. And, and it's not necessarily you're going to make your way in life by, by learning how to, you know, throw a football 75 yards or, or lip sync to synthesize the voice on stage, you know. I mean, that, a lot of times those are the role models, and, and uh, which is nothing wrong with that. But, uh, you know, that's not the norm. There's... We just need the message that, hey, you know, we're here for you. Uh, this is the way that you live your life. This is the way that you, you know, dedicate yourself to education and to be a contributing uh, part of society and, you know, cooperation and, and working together and uh, all that great stuff that schools do so well and so many parents do so well also. 
Well, between you and, and Keith Schumacher, my hat's off to you guys for really spearheading this way back in, in 98 and, and running with it and taking it to where it's at, and it's just getting started. It's really starting to snowball. Well, I want to tell you about Keith. Keith came on, and I, this, Keith's story is, 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 is fantastic because Keith actually was not one of the guys uh, that I was talking about. Jim Moore's the guy in 98, but here's the thing about Keith. Keith is a 20-year veteran uh, firefighter, captain in the Atlanta Fire Department, and Keith does everything that you've been working with him on. He's a volunteer, and he, he gets paid a little bit because he travels for us quite a bit. Yeah. He does probably 25 or 30 conferences a year himself. But we met back in 08 whenever he brought the program onto his school in Ackworth, Georgia. His wife's a teacher. He's got two beautiful little daughters. But that guy has a full-time job and makes time to go out and travel, like I said, 25 to to 30 uh, dates a year at conferences, and uh, he's pretty good on the radio business. He did those PSA cuts that yep. he sent to you, so uh, we're just so fortunate to have uh, Keith specifically, but guys like Keith and you that want to come on and say, you know, I've got this career and I've got this talent and this skill, and I'm going to utilize that to help move this forward, and that's really how this grassroots program has just continued to grow. Just men keep stepping in, stepping up, doing their part, and then inspiring other men to come along behind them and continue doing that. It's its phenomenal. It really is making a difference, too. We can see the change. Well, it's, it's an honor to be able to, to talk to you. Now, if people have questions on how to get this started in their school, how to contact you, how to get the, the literature and all that, how do they get a hold of you? Right. So uh, the, the, the phone number is 888-540-DOGS, 888-540-3647. And the website's real easy to remember, fathers.com. And you'll see the big watchdog logo when you click on fathers.com. If you want to go directly to the watchdog page, you can go fathers.com forward slash watchdogs. But uh, call our office, go to the website. There's a training session a school has to take. Uh, we want to answer all your questions. We want to walk you through it and, and, and make sure that you're comfortable. When a, when a school decides they're ready to bring this on, we'll make sure they're successful. Well, Eric, it was an honor and a true privilege to talk to you this afternoon. Hope we talk again soon. Guys like you that are making it work, Sean. Thank you, brother. All right. You have a great afternoon. Take care. All right. You too. You're listening to The Voice of the Valley, AM 1450, KBMW.